0: disasters
1: and welcome back to another episode of really Birch. Mm. i'm nomi and i'm wombat i i should have said inner props inner and it's inner <in-apropes> because today <laughs> we're gonna be talking about i mean let's not give away all the cards uh we're gonna be talking about a woman who basically started up a company mm. and a lot of <laughs> controversies came from it, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she was seen as like a pioneer and a really great person, blah, blah, blah. And obviously it all went to shit.
0: Yeah. Um, was it a film? Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. We watched it a while back, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Memory's kind of hazy. Yeah,
1: so it was a film uh, called <laughs> Orgasm, Inc., the company called one taste yeah
0: so just like the story of one taste yeah the top line overview is one taste um is i guess they started off as like a sexual wellness company that like specializes in orgasmic meditation Mm. um which right off the bat just sounds like a load of bullshit tbh Uh, well you know because it's like it's pseudoscience essentially
1: yeah but it those two words it's good marketing to be honest because orgasm okay great eye catching and then was it spiritual meditation all to do Mm. with like healthy and you know chakras and all that kind of shit So I'm sure people were drawn to it in a more, oh, what's this? Like, it's very catching. What does this mean? It's kind of confusing.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, when it first came onto the scene, so the its founder, Nicole Daydon, or Daydon, who knows? She's American. Um... So when she first came onto the scene, like Nomi said, you know, she was really seen as like a pioneer in this space. And like also because it's dealing primarily with like female orgasms, it was really seen as like revolutionary that she was talking about this taboo subject and, you know, she's really positioning it as like you know women deserve to get off too Mm. you know women should be women should orgasm you know and obviously a lot of people that's a universal sort of feeling for many people Mm, mm. who are struggling to orgasm or we've never experienced like full orgasm you know I know many many women who who have not
1: um especially I'm sorry girls but I'm calling them out it's the straight women y'all be struggling
0: struggling really struggling and I'm like oh I feel bad for you you know mm-hmm. um, um
1: but when she so she did a TED talk in 2011 and that's where some of the people who you know uh basically followed her in her startup in 2015 they saw her at this ted talk or they watched the video that was uploaded to youtube like hundreds of times because it resonated with them so much and the whole ted talk is it's not that long but you guys you guys can definitely search it up and see it it's just a bit weird because all she does she's quite charismatic she's a good speaker Mm, mm, she's quite mm. i don't know she comes across as like easy to talk to, warm, that kind of person. Mm. And she just goes up there and talks about, basically, generally speaking about female orgasm loneliness uh, mm. connecting with people mm, intimately mm, mm,
0: you know things that like are, universal issues that yeah. loads of people struggle with and loads of people can sympathize with right
1: yeah especially nowadays i mean there are so many things online i mean i don't know what you get on your timeline but i get these random pop-ups of people just or people or people doing podcasts talking about how um, studies has come out and this is the most lonely time for men and women well People yeah are I struggling mean,
0: yeah i mean the loneliness epidemic is kind of coming to an all-time high especially obviously because of the pandemic there's a lot around like social media because of the rise of social media even though the idea of like we're all, we're, we should technically be more connected because there's all these apps connecting us. Yeah. We're actually more isolated because of it, because we yeah, don't yeah. go out and physically see people. And there's like, it kind of correlates with like lack of intimacy and yeah. 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 yeah we so definitely all- have
1: more globalization than we've ever had before, which is great because obviously we can say, especially people who, Immigrant people who start new lives in different countries. Yeah, you're obviously able to connect with people from your home so much easier than before. You can mm, send money. Yeah,
0: that's really that's really, like yeah, you can
1: good do point. bank transfers without having to actually put money in an envelope and send yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, things yeah. have definitely moved on in a positive way. But you are gonna get that, you know, double edged sword of mm. yeah. Although we have all these great things, it's it's clear that people aren't actually hanging out. And you know, doing
0: things in person. It's interesting, though, isn't it? Would you say that you like you personally? You know me. Do you feel? This is a big question to open it up with. <laughs> They're like, do you feel more lonely, like post-pandemic? Do you feel lonely? I, I don't think so. No, I don't either. I don't think so. I mean. Not gonna
1: lie, I have a pretty good support system. Um, and when things were difficult, uh, I mean, at the time of the pandemic, I was living uh, half of it, most actually, most of it, I was living with my ex. So it's not like I didn't have other people, <laughs>
0: yeah, you
1: know, I did. I had someone else to hang out with, yeah, and, when I, yeah, yeah. and you know, we'd still have our separate time, like, yeah, we would go yeah. game, and I would be able to chat with my friends and like do phone calls and stuff. Mm. So there, there were ra- ways around it. But, obviously, when everything opened up, I just started going out way more often and seeing people. Yeah, but, like... One thing I do have to admit, though, my social battery and my patience goes a lot quicker than it used to. I
0: I was literally having this conversation with someone the other day. Like, I would say I'm typically quite a... I'm quite a people person. Extrovert. Yeah.
1: I've... You have your moments for sure.
0: Yeah, I'd say maybe leaning more towards extrovert uh, to, than introvert. I'm an introvert. Yes. I can fake it though. I can fake it till I make it real good in in situations <laughs> if I have to. But I think now I've like learned to somewhat appreciate like moments of solitude a lot better. Because mm. I think before I was very much like I need to constantly be around people. But oh. now I'm like I'm rather the opposite. I'm like you know what I, I actually don't care to see people. I'd rather <laughs> I'd rather be like have some quiet time because it is like draining to like. Yeah yeah 100%. The, the social battery thing is such, like yeah. yeah I feel like I'll go out and see people and that takes out so much energy and then the next day i need like a breather like i need a day mm. where i'm not meeting yeah, people because yeah. otherwise i don't it's too much yeah, Do you know what yeah i mean yeah. even like going to the office more regularly now i'm thinking Whereas, about you're, meet, you're having more
1: interactions yeah
0: but like i was thinking about how mad it was going into the office every single day like i can't imagine doing that now no genuinely I don't I don't want actually to, but
1: I could if I had to let's be real I could do it
0: hypothetically sure yeah I've done it before yeah exactly. I guess I can do it. I would not enjoy it though
1: <laughs> I just wouldn't want to I just uh personally I just like to have that control over my time um, mm. I like being able to go do I need to go in? No. How am I going to use my time wisely? Should I go in? Like I'm able to deduce that myself yeah. without someone going. You need to be here. Cuz yeah. it's just not it's just not necessary and we've we clearly know that. <laughs>
0: yeah, and it's yeah. But, and it doesn't always yeah, but bit, yeah.
1: basically. So, although we're having these conversations now, Mm-mm. back in 2011, 2015, yeah. Yeah. people were clearly still feeling a similar sort of way maybe not to this extent globally but it yeah. was still happening
0: but yeah 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 for sure it's it's still a very i think universal feeling we are social creatures and so we do we do yearn for those like moments of intimacy we do we do want we don't want community we want community not even community we just want connection you want to feel connected to someone and
1: i honestly view my friendships as communities are
0: yeah I mean they are yeah to your point back then it it still was very much prevalent right and like people Mm. were feeling this loss of maybe it felt it felt more like an individual experience so to hear someone speaking about it so like openly on a public platform you are going to be drawn to that person and like you said this Nicole bitch was hella charismatic. Like, you know. She just she, knew how to speak. She knew how to speak, but also she knew how to, there was someone said something that was really interesting. It's like she could pinpoint exactly what what, yes. what was you were insecure about or something yeah. that was unsure. Like she could like really draw that out of you, mm. then connect with you on a very deeper level, which is insane because that's a lot of power to have. As, as an individual.
1: Uh, she's just a psychopath. Yeah.
0: Sociopath. I, I just, sociopath are, yeah.
1: They're, they're both used interchangeably. So whatever. I don't. I never know what's they what. They shouldn't be. They're very different. I don't know. The way people talk about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> either way. One of those. Um, She's basically able to get an answer from you. Mm. And exploit that to her benefit. Yeah. That's the, Okay. Let's be real. That's the... That's the real... That's
0: the real tea, you know? And like, they're like, you can tell me anything. Like, they make it seem like it's a safe space, an open space. But then in reality, you're actually just feeding them ammunition to then use against you later. Mm, They're definitely
1: keeping it in their pocket. So when you meet people like that, it's very... It's hard because obviously your gut instinct is going to be like, wow, this is someone you gravitate towards. Mm -hmm. Um, And obviously, they're not going to use that ammunition straight away and... You know, they're going to gain your confidence over a period of time. Yeah, yeah. And um, so basically, she already had people that knew about her because she was somewhat of a public figure after doing this TED Talk. Mm. She was online. She her was, profile was growing. Yeah, yeah. her profile was yeah. growing. And then the startup, One Taste, Um, in this documentary, it basically started off in a yoga so there was this building and they were renting a room or a couple of rooms. Yeah, it was like
0: a yoga studio, was it? Yeah, oh, yoga a former studio, yo- yo- yoga, yoga <laughs> studio.
1: <laughs> and people started coming in and she basically did these lectures of how basically just people are lonely mm. you know we need to have more or- women should have more orgasms yeah but then she started doing not just lectures workshops but workshops intimacy workshops intimacy workshops um so a lot of people gravitated towards her because so there was one guy who used to be part of this group he used to be a huge tech bro and mm. made loads of money But he said he felt really disconnected from people. All he was doing was working, going home, sleeping, Mm. doing the same thing every day. He didn't really have joy, um, is what he said. Yeah. And then he met uh, Nicole, uh, joined this group, uh, started funding some of, uh, you know, part of the project. Yeah, yeah. was meeting all of these great people. Yeah. People were so it was such a good environment they basically made their own community and it was really intimate Mm. and it wasn't he didn't feel he also didn't feel like let's say he didn't feel physically unattractive he didn't feel socially awkward it was a it was a place where he was able to grow socially he wasn't you know he wasn't outcasted yeah like he felt
0: he was able to like feel confident and like secure and you know and that's what
1: a lot of people felt when they first started
0: yeah it was really made to seem like this communal kind of like shared safe space It uh, it was very
1: hippy dippy I'm not gonna lie yeah
0: yeah yeah and like the documentary we should say Obviously, it pulls on the experiences of past members, Mm -hmm. but also it refers to the article in Bloomberg that basically broke the story and Mm. kind of like, as we'll later discuss, kind of shone a light on the more darker sides and how it kind of escalates. But the, the journo is like um one of this one of the people that appears in the documentary. So Ellen Hewitt. <laughs> <laughs> um and it's yeah, so like we were saying, they'll have these workshops or evening classes. Yeah. Where they'll do so they refer to it as orgasmic meditation, right? Yeah. Which they abbreviated to ohm, which <laughs> which you know yeah I'm not gonna lie she was smart at marketing (laughs) oh yeah no she you kind of have to be don't you like um it's it's really stupid but then (laughs) like um so the actual procedure so what are you what happens what starts to happen in these workshops all right so I'm just gonna read from this article and we'll link it in the description the procedure typically involves a man using a gloved, lubricated fingertip to stroke a woman's clitoris for 15 minutes. That's essentially, that's what ohm is. It's basically you're like getting someone off, right? Yeah. You're but wanking very, them
1: off. Yeah, you're wanking them off. But it's really, I don't know, from, so obviously in the film, in the documentary film, they show you, the, like people took, Fil- like videos of this mm,
0: yeah of these yeah, yeah. workshops because- it usually involved nicole as like the part of the demonstration initially right like, yeah yeah they would have like someone come-, come over and she'd be like now watch this she really this is why i refer to it as pseudoscience because she she really um the language she used is very medical yes. and like you know it's it's very just presented
1: it as fact
0: yes yeah, yeah yeah like if you do this you will guarantee get an orgasm
1: yeah and basically these women would be uh naked from the bottom down spread their legs like a butterfly and then someone would come in with the glove finger and you know wank them off uh and then obviously in these in these workshops and obviously in the videos mm. they're clearly like moaning they're getting off they're doing the whole thing yeah it's
0: it's very weird though and then
1: other people
0: It'll are be just like, watching, watching. Like, mm, yes yes taking notes yeah like- yeah and
1: it's and it's like your, you know nicole or whoever it was that did these workshops because obviously it became much larger than just a small group of people mm. um would just instruct and be like oh you do it this way not that way like blah blah blah
0: yeah don't be so aggressive like you know you wanted to like yeah like, talking about look at your partner their reactions
1: like it's all oh, super into their
0: bodies yeah feel yeah. their
1: energies like it's it's so woo woo like that part is super intimate yeah but then when the camera pans over to the audience it makes it feel really clinical that's what i felt yeah
0: like it looks like you know um not that i've ever done this because i'm never studied to be a doctor but how i imagine like this is what my cousins be doing um <laughs> when they're at uni where they'll have like a medical demonstration and it's very like point by point fact by fact kind of demonstration like Mm. there was nothing insidious about it at first like you were just kind of like okay like it's almost like um sex therapy but yeah 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 sex therapy right yeah group sex therapy what the fuck is that that's essentially what it is though a lot of the people as like you know you're watching this documentary and you're listening to these people's stories as to why they were drawn to it as you know as much as it's about this universal feeling of wanting to be connected and and you know fine intimacy or be intimate being secure in yourself a lot of these people are people who struggle with intimacy who are lacking in self-confidence um typically like not very sociable or are quite socially awkward yeah I don't know like when I was watching it
1: oh and um just to note, they didn't do demonstrations on men
0: yeah they wouldn't yeah they wouldn't
1: do that because it was seen as (laughs) I can't remember how they put it. Basically, they were like, oh, it's not
0: really... Yeah, like, having, like, women jerk off some men, right? It's,
1: um... It's not... It's not cool.
0: Yeah, it's the just Yeah,
1: it. Yeah, that was it. And basically, it, they almost made it sound like, oh, it's so easy, anyone could do it. But with a woman, there's y'all like, need skill. Yeah,
0: there's, like, a science to it. Like, yeah. yeah. But also, I get that, because... <sighs>
1: because basically you'd be paying to go to a session where you're just getting wanked off
0: yeah i mean that's whack yeah literally. but but, figures are being literally but Mm. (laughs) as the uh film
1: goes on you realize or they realize that they were getting a lot of men signing up to Mm. the programs to the sessions and the workshops that they actually needed more women to be part of the demonstrations, yeah, 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 it got into a point where these where the women that were left, uh which was a small pool of them, didn't want to be involved like that, but mm. were coerced into it, basically
0: and it it obviously it escalates. This is a really good way of putting it. Um, The organization, so just referring to that article, uh, it's an organization that they found ran on predatory sales and pushed members to ignore their financial, emotional, and physical boundaries in ways that left them feeling traumatized. (laughs) Which is, yeah. Because in addition to, obviously, you're putting these people in very vulnerable situation you you know you're gonna feel vulnerable and exposed obviously literally and emotionally and as you're getting this influx of male members Mm. it starts to feel a bit icky and a bit sus (laughs) like it doesn't feel good and what initially started off as like hey you know like celebrating and trying to be you know um i guess like revolutionary yeah yeah making women feel empowered quickly became quite insidious yeah uh,
1: yeah also considering that these programs that included these demonstrations and talks whatever um started selling for like 50k yeah they were
0: so expensive and isn't it like
1: dollars dollars by the way guys
0: Dollar, dollar bills, dollar bills. <laughs> but also, I swear there was like a member who was talking about it, and he was like, and a lot of these people were quite like young, or they didn't come, yeah, you know, like student vibes as some well. Of, yeah, some of
1: them were big. Some of them was,
0: yeah. But there was one guy who I think he to enable to like sustain his membership, didn't he just start becoming an employee? Yeah. Because and it's it was like this weird, it was weird. It
1: basically also became like a uh, pyramid scheme. <sighs> the basis of a pyramid scheme is like someone says, hey, come and do this thing. You'll make money, but you'll make even more money if you can recruit people and then you'll get a higher standing. <gasps> right. In the company. Yeah, yeah. 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 So over the years, One Taste slowly transformed into something much more damaging and has been accused of becoming a for profit sex cult. So that gives you an overview.
0: Yeah, and also, like, you know what it's really similar to? What? Nixon. Nixon? Oh, my God. So it's a sex cult that um literally one of the founders, or one of the, like, high top tier people, it recruited a lot of celebrities, like celebrity. It's almost like Scientology but sex cult vibes. Oh, okay, okay. Um, But one of the people... That's part of that. Uh, was on Smallville. Oh yes, I uh, girl. Yeah. I remember you telling yeah. me. Yeah, and she's like facing prison. Well, she is in prison now. Um, Good. She was essentially recruiting a lot of the like um, young emerging stars or like extras and stuff mm. that would come on the show and like be like, hey, have you heard of Nixon? And then they would be like, what is it? And it was very much positioned as very similar to one taste um, as like this way to move towards betterment and, you know, self-fulfillment. It's, it's so
1: predatory because you're preying on these young, vulnerable people. yeah and just really digging into their securities, like your life will be better if you do this thing. Yeah,
0: and I think one taste is really interesting because it's like a financial, it it positioned itself as, as like an actual company.
1: Yes. You know? yes. Rather
0: than like, is it, they to... they don't
1: pay tax because they're under the church bracket, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Whereas
0: this this is a fully like it's listed a company, company. It's a listed company. Like, you yeah. could probably find their like company's home. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, which I found really interesting. But then it's that it it's insane how it kind of obviously like to to people who are in it, it's gonna feel like very um, gradual and you know like oh it, i don't know how it could have got to where it is but as you're watching it like for me at least i was like, i don't understand how it went from zero, to zero yes real quick yes like at, it to, felt fast but yeah if, i guess it's like it's like a what like an hour and a
1: half yeah, documentary but, but yeah. this did happen over years yeah yeah, yeah i mean yeah. the bloomberg article came out in what um bloomsbury or bloomberg 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 article came out in, what, 2018, was it? Uh, Let's see. I think yeah, it... 2018. Like, June 2018. And this company started... So, to, just to say, One Taste actually started in 2005. Mm-hmm. But this whole sex cult thing, where people were being invited in, only started... And they got the yoga place. Only started in 2015. She's had that brand in the bag for a while
0: yeah like um obviously like once these allegations started coming out and Mm. like when the article dropped or even before then isn't it even before the article dropped they they were like facing a lot of accusations and
1: well nicole doden like Daden um herself was facing a lot i mean i think I think it even breached, like, human trafficking at one point. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, because... And the the FBI was on her ass. Well, number one, it would count as sex trafficking because there's a financial transaction. Yes. And then there's sex. Yeah. And it's like... And you're telling
1: these people that work for you for either free or bare cheap to say, hey, are you devoted enough to do this? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You're pushing them towards, like, as the the article puts it, as like sexual servitude. Yeah, and then getting them into debt because they can't they fucking can't live their, They can't it. pay rent. Yeah, they can't These, pay for food.
1: No. But, oh, oh, but if you work for this company, you have everything. It's like all the
0: perks, and then you get to live in this big fuck house, and it's like it's <laughs> insane. But it, it 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 I think like what really uh, like I found not fascinating even I guess morbid fascination Mm. um because these this is people's lives um (laughs) but it was the way obviously like we said it started out sounding you know there was a lot of medical terminology. Yeah, that's great. Felt...
1: Spirituality
0: as well was... Ugh. Well, I was going to say, it started off very fact-based initially mm, and it was mm. positioned in a way that was like, look, the science speaks for itself. Da-dee-da-dee-da. Um, and then it started to conflate it with religion.
1: and But specifically...
0: This is why... <laughs> It really, it really irked me. It was Buddhism, in it. Yeah, it was Buddhism. Fucking stupid white bitch. I swear ah! to God. It's oh, always, God! it's always these fucking cults. I swear down. Always being like, ooh, I love, I love that. A bit of Buddhism. Let me just.
1: Yeah, she definitely like cherry picked a lot like she would bring in these words that were clearly from Buddhism and just <laughs> say it very, you know, so like, teachings
0: and no, 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 no. And she she almost became like... A, a
1: guru or a something. A guru, yeah,
0: like a sex guru slash priest. And then...
1: Uh, and and people, I'm not... When I say people bought into
0: it, Gwyneth Paltrow? Yeah, because... Chloe Kardashian? Yeah, because also these were like... This is why I find it so... It's like there's two strands to this organization, mm. right? You've got the financial sexual wellness company brand yes, bar. Yes, yes. Which very much speaks to that high-end celebrity. That's why they get so much endorsement from it. And she was on like fucking like all these TV talk shows. Like yeah. you said, TED Talks and shit. Uh,
1: she, she went on Gwyneth Paltrow's podcast. As yeah, well. what is
0: it? Goop. Yes, yes. The goop one. Oh my god! Another fucking bullshit sexual. <laughs> oh, it's honestly. It's there's um. What is it like a not a sex candle, but um. The vagina candle. Yeah, that smells like vagina. Something like that. And I was like, not my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> That makes it sound like my vagina smells bad. It doesn't, I don't think. But um, <laughs> no, it's
1: just natural, not fucking covered in rose oil.
0: Yeah, like lavender. It's like you're
1: gonna give yourself thrush, honey, if you keep doing <laughs> <Yeah>. that shit. <laughs> like wash your your punani how you're supposed to, and don't don't douche. That will fuck up your pH can, quicker than anything. I can I can concur. <laughs> We were literally talking about this the other day. Yeah, it's really funny. I mean, this Nicole uh, Dayden. (laughs) This Nicole Dayden, she really ran the circles and basically got in with some big celebrity names. Well, yeah,
0: you kind of have to, right? Like, number one, you need credible endorsers for your whack ass shit and celebrities are dumb as fuck they'll sign their names to anything well
1: they have a pr team and marketing team so they can they can sort that side of it girl i
0: can tell you right now uh, obviously i can't go into detail you know ndas and shit but like the amount like sometimes these these celebrities are willingly signing away to things that you're just like are you sure you don't know what you're. you're get, uh, girl. Like...
1: They're probably not reading. It's oh no, they're, probably they're, their they're managers. not. They're not. They're fully yeah. just
0: like, oh yeah, okay then. If it if it sounds
1: good <clears> to be associated <throat> with it, with it, then they'll it's do like, it. All right then. Um, um. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, it just becomes. Leonardo, Khloe
0: Kardashian.
1: This whole thing, and they have that, like you said, the financial side. So they're clearly Nicole. Basically, this Nicole bitch. She. <sighs> also um, brought in what ended up being a partner, not just business partner, not a romantic partner. He was good with all that number shit. Mm-mm-mm. So he was basically her um, right man. Yeah, oh, <laughs> 100%. 100%. Girl, I don't know how she did it, but she basically convinced all these people to work for free. Oh, no, yeah. next to
0: nothing. It, it Literally, like, fucking... Um, I mean, it's modern-day slavery, isn't it? <laughs> like, yeah, that's true. Essentially. Yeah, so you've got the the company aspect of it, which is, I guess, the public-facing front, and then the other fucked-up side of it. Well, I mean, the financial side is also fucked um, because, like Nomi said, they're working for free. But then you've got... And she's making hella bank. So much money. And then you've got the weird fucking religious <laughs> side of it yeah. where there's a clip, fam... God, that really spooked me out. I was like, I wasn't doing okay after watching it because it was literally, you know, this the the clip where they essentially had these like weird ass rituals.
1: Yeah, it got I- weirdly satanic.
0: Yeah. For something that's meant to be drawn from Buddhism, I was like, get your fucking, like, denominations correct. Well,
1: basically, what... Get your theology st- right. Yeah, but basically, what started to happen is um, they started to plateau. So they started to stagnate. They got mm. to a point where it was great, but it stayed the same. You need to go... You need to go harder. Harder! Yeah. <laughs> Literally. You, you need to do <laughs> crazier shit so yeah. that you get more more devoted people joining and you get a high you attach a higher price tag because yeah. it's more elite
0: yeah which yeah which is why it became an essentially like a fucking weird ass sex cult because the like the bit i was referring to where they were doing these weird ass rituals i meet like a proper mm, it was looking like some handmade tail, yeah. handmaid's tail shit mm-hmm. because they were coming out in these cloaks like a proper cloak and dagger shit yep yep Yep. and she's like on this table Why is she reciting as well? I don't know, but they're basically, you know, someone's out there like flicking the bean and they're she's all wearing like,
1: cloaks as well yeah
0: and then she's essentially like my sexual energy is gonna transfer over to <gasps> yes. you yeah and these people are fully like vibrating like you know like have you, you guys you know like in when they're they're like in they're, churches yeah, yeah, yeah and, and they're the like, pastors. like yeah. literally that that's the kind of shit that was happening
1: and you know like pastor like pastors when they um are, oh. like touch people and then the people start, start having gyrating these, yeah yeah these crazy reactions and everyone's singing and praising well God. it is like it's um, kind of like that this is the, my my greatest analogy that I can I can muster uh, up in this moment. Go on. You know when you're watching, say, a scary film by yourself. Yeah. And you're like, it's okay. Mm, but then yeah. at a sleepover, and you're all watching the same yeah. film, yeah. and you you can feel the tension in the air yeah. growing. And what's freaking you out is other people's reactions.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say similarly, another uh, also film analogy. (laughs) You know when you're watching a film and it's like, to you it's funny. Yeah. Or vice versa, it's not funny. Yeah, yeah. And then you watch it with a group of people like you're in the cinema and then because everyone's laughing, you just automatically laugh. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, vice versa, even though you found it funny individually, because no one else is laughing, you also don't find it funny anymore?
1: Yeah. Or you're just like, oh. It's not that funny.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it is interesting, isn't it? It's like, I kind of get what she's trying to say about the whole energies transferring. I get that, in a way. Because
1: the people, so there was a guy that was there, and obviously he was part of the documentary film, and he says that the energy, no, uh, the energy (laughs) in that room was palpable and he he felt like he 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 could feel it like he could almost see it happening he could see the energies and like all of this shit waves yeah Yeah. and it's like girl I know I know in that moment I totally understand I get that it was predatory and all of this and in that moment you were really swept up with it Mm. but watching the documentaries a
0: whole it, it takes you out watching the like recordings of some of those sessions yeah. is what's wild to me it's, it's like disgusting so it is freaky at first you're like mm, you're a bit uncomfortable but then yeah. you slowly
1: get on board with it because you're like well you know so many people are doing it like they're joining yeah now. and
0: then it gets weirder and weirder yeah and like i guess what You know, like we've obviously gone to the extreme end of it. I mean, this is also extreme, but like what is really uncomfortable because it is like you're what's holding yourself back. almost. It was like
1: basically she described it as a mental blocker.
0: Yes, yes. And it's like you need to do what anything means necessary to be able to overcome it. So even if you're uncomfortable, that's your mental block that's that's your brain like do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so you have to you'll be
1: happier if you just orgasm yeah no matter what
0: so wasn't it like at some point like people had to have like bare sex a couple of times a day
1: Basically, it got to a point where she was pairing people off yeah. or people that she knew had beef with each other or, like, they just didn't like each yeah. other. And she would say, you guys go in that room so and don't, yeah. don't come out until you fuck because this tension or whatever, this negativity, needs to be resolved. And the only way it's going to be resolved like, fully hey, is if you fuck. <laughs> Which is... Uh, that's, not, that's not real. So, obviously, you get these two people who don't aren't really into it but then say one's a bit more into it than the other what obviously most of these cases heterosexual
0: pairings yeah that's the other thing it was very heteronormative and it was very like which, uh, that was the uh, the first thing that stood out to it, me, you yes, know? Yes, yes, agreed. That was I the was first like, damn, full of straight people.
1: I yeah. thought I thought in this kind of community, it'd be way gayer.
0: Yeah, because they're talking about polyamory as well. Basically. I was like, you know, if you add a bit of spice, maybe you might have a bit more fun. But, um... <laughs> <Yeah>. um, but <laughs> yeah. then, it see, this isn't even
1: the tip of the iceberg, because then it continues to get worse, because this Nicole bitch, man... She also, obviously, she had, like, underlings and people that were higher up than other people in the company, blah, blah, blah. And (laughs) she basically would do these things where you get everyone in a room. She would sit someone in the middle and people (gasps) would go up to them and say the most vile shit. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. So because you've been living with these people and you talk to these people very intimately... Everybody knows your insecurities and what you're most afraid of.
0: That's why it comes back, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Full circle what we were saying about like you get lulled into this false sense of security where you can tell these people anything only for that shit to come back on you. I would fully kill myself. Ah,
1: But this is the thing. Obviously, at
0: first, people
1: didn't want to do that because they didn't want to, you know, they weren't assholes. Like they had some sense sense of empathy and they were like, this is not right. But she basically positioned it in a way that was... This will help the person.
0: Yeah.
1: They need to get, they need to hear this. They need to be broken down so they can be built up again. Oh. So you would get people going up to other people basically saying, you're worthless, you're a piece of shit, you're never going to amount to anything, you should kill yourself. People Wasn't... would be crying. Wasn't there one case? Oh, there were definitely people who tried to commit suicide. Yeah, there 100%. was like
0: someone, oh shit, it gets it gets. It gets <laughs>
1: worse. <laughs> So yeah, when these people are breaking each other down, they're doing this whole shebang, obviously Nicole Dayden is there. She's the first one to be like, You guys say something to me, nam no, 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 and she's and egging people on, like, you can do better than that, you can do this. Mm. Um and she just stands there and takes it and she's like, Thank you for and at the end you have to thank them. Oh, yeah. That thank, was a big thank thing. Thank you for
0: your service.
1: That was, that was like a really big thing. Okay. Like you have to thank them for tearing you down. Yeah, it's horrible, horrible. So you get into this almost like mental captivity.
0: You know what it feels like? What? Like sororities or like frats, like <laughs> what hazing. What we know of
1: them, yeah. Yeah,
0: it's like slat, slat, slat. <laughs> Just like shaving them until like it is like... um public like humiliation but it's it's just so it's so cruel and it's the way this bitch fully fully is like just facilitating it and like encouraging it but it fucks you up
1: because you're forced to say thank you after each of these interactions and then as a group you all hug it out
0: yeah it does blur the lines of like you would be like mentally your like psyche is gonna be like torn in Completely different. And
1: you're doing that on a regular basis.
0: Yeah, it's horrible. It's
1: it's gonna have some kind of impact on. Oh, 100
0: percent It's gonna have like detrimental lasting trauma. Uh, That means you can't have boundaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't say no to sex with a
1: certain person. Yeah. You can't say no to doing these demonstrations. Yeah. Uh you can't say no, I'm not gonna be a dick to someone's face. Mm. You can't say no to anything. No and Nicole Dayton just basically would come in and do this whole song and dance of guys this is so good you're doing so much progress blah blah really giving that positive reinforcement to to get them to continue to do it mm. make them feel like she is her like she is their lifeline I mean... and then you know while she's making hella
0: cash yeah, on the I mean, side like, go to fucking cult vibes isn't it That's yeah like cult 101 yeah
1: but then at the end of the fi- well towards the end of the film documentary you meet this character this person who is the sister of someone who was part of this cult mm. now this is where it gets very personal mm. and very uncomfortable mm. because you find out so this this sister, she's a bi woman. Obviously, we said this is a very heteronormative community. So she was kind of shamed for that already. Mm, mm. It was very
0: pu- publicly said. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. because they were like enforcing yes. gender roles on her as well, yeah. right? Like in so, terms of the way she would dress and
1: stuff. Oh, 100%. So at yeah. the time, she had a boyfriend. This man was a piece of shit. Mm. He was an abusive piece of shit. He would hit her. He would physically assault her. After seeing this woman beat with bruises, black and blue on her face, she would be like, he's just being what he's meant to be. He's unleashing the beast. (gasps) Oh my
0: God, I forgot about that. Yes. Yeah, because she confides in her. Yeah. And she tells her this shit, hoping that Nicole would understand. Also because Nicole puts this whole thing about like, I'm a woman, I love women, um, which is a lie. Yeah. yeah,
1: it's such and bullshit. It gets really sinister because, you know, whilst this is happening, she is also starting to preach this new thing, which is men should unleash the beast. They are being almost held back by mm. society. They need to be able to act out their Some aggression. Real Candace
0: Owens shit, girl.
1: <laughs> it gets really awkward when you basically say that rape is okay yeah because that's what she fully said that oh my god yeah
0: she does nicole
1: dayden basically says yo men are sexual creatures yo they're aggressive they need to unleash their beast they you should let them you should let a man hold you down be a beast assert himself and let him do it to you it's
0: the way she says that fully with a smile With a smile. And she's like, I know, that's a really controversial thing to say. But and it's like, um You're you're a fully evil person. Yeah. Evil.
1: So this woman is in this abusive relationship, tries to get help, doesn't. Um, she's basically she basically stays with this man Mm. for years. It progressively gets worse. I'm pretty sure she's like pushed down the stairs at one point and like she's given nothing but he's only doing what he's what is right
0: but it validates him right Uh, reaffirms everything oh oh,
1: apparently he loved her he loved nicole because every time they would have issues all he would do is go to nicole get reinforcement Mm. and this poor woman would be belittled she was i'm pretty sure at one point correct me if i'm wrong um because my memory isn't that great but i'm pretty (laughs) sure at one point she's forced to have sex with other people Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's profiting off of that.
0: This is another thing. It's like the whole reason people join this thing is to find connection, right? And it's like you are forcing people to disconnect, really, because mm. it's like your form of connection and your idea of connection is just like fucking mindlessly. <laughs> but that doesn't mean anything. Like you're taking any form of intimacy or connection out of sex. Yes, yeah. There's a lot about... Um, in therapy like especially after something traumatic like sexual assault or like when you've been sexually violated mm. there's like a practice it's like common practice to almost be like i'm glad i was raped yeah you know yeah and like to well take, she kind of does do that to because take that ownership so like she says she basically says that
1: it turned her into the person she is yeah and she's like wildly successful and you know she's able to liberate all these women mm-hmm. and these
0: people that yeah. she's giving
1: them a sense of community yeah yeah she's still on social no, she's media still
0: profiting off of it hundred. she's just evading the law but she's yeah. still very much a public figure do you know what i mean like, yeah and this company is still going it's not It's not, you know, I think it, like, rebranded itself. Oh, yeah, it's
1: all, it's all, you know how companies do when they do something bad. Yeah, it's suspect. Um, Um, Yeah.
0: For me, like, I think I, uh, where I was like, oh, I cannot, is the (laughs) whole, like, association of religion and sex and spirituality and making it seem like this like fucking like like the clit was a god yeah girl it's like just just fucking say you're basically mugging off karma sutra like that's <gasps> essentially yeah, what you're yeah, fucking yeah. doing do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you want to talk about, like, sexual meditation and, like, feeling one with your body and shit, yeah, calm, I can be down with that. But then don't be, nah, like, none of this woo-woo shit. <laughs> and then trying to, like, write it off as being, like, fucking original. Like, it's not. And also, you're a criminal. <laughs> you're fully, fully a criminal. And you're facilitating abuse of, like, people that you, that came to you to feel mm. safe. And you purposely, willingly put them in dangerous, yeah. dangerous situations. Because the documentary just, it kind of came out of nowhere. Like, yeah, I, I had no idea about it. Yeah, I it just, I remember seeing it pop up on Netflix one day and I was like, oh, okay. We've obviously talked about cults before on this podcast. Because mm. um, I genuinely find that like mentality so like it's devastating but it's also so like fascinating like we see it time and time again and yet yeah just in fucking different skins right like yeah
1: yeah 100% and I think what adds to the fascination of this particular one is um she's a woman
0: yeah yeah Uh, Because, like, you know, male cult leaders are so unoriginal. (laughs) We've been been you, But, yeah, I think that's what makes it somewhat more sinister. Yeah. Is because she's a woman, she's very much, like, she knows. She knows that a large part of why people are so drawn to her is because she comes across as... I swear at one point she almost, like, someone describes her as being very maternal. Yeah. Which is... Yeah, it's like I am, you know, call me mother. (laughs) It's like no, 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 this is so fucked. Yeah, and also because of the financial commitment, like a lot of these things, it's not like a ooh, taste recession. Like it's very much you commit then and there, right? Yeah, and there's that pressure of do you want it? Oh, you don't want to feel sexually fulfilled? Okay, and then you're just like okay, fucking (laughs) writing it in blood. I don't find it so unbelievable that people could people be like they're so stupid and it's like not really because it's you know you're that this is someone who's preying on a very very universal fear Mm. ultimately no one wants to like die alone um (laughs) like you know and so if someone is kind of coming to you offering that olive branch being like i can help you and like yeah 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 why not why wouldn't you you know and also, yeah, it's just the kind of escalation of it. Mm. That's another episode of Really Bitch. Nothing else to say. Fucking hell. It's quite a hard, quite a difficult topic, I think. We will leave links and lists to various organizations that are helpful if you or anyone that you know has experienced any of the things mentioned in this episode. Um but otherwise join us next week to listen to what has us saying really bitch. Bye, Bye. Really? Bitch, <laughs> bitch. <laughs>
1: that's why it's important to wipe um front to back and not, not the back other to way front. Yeah. yeah because I'm everything. a bit of a switch <laughs> you know what let's move on from this topic <laughs> um <laughs>